0: Okay, people, another episode of Just for Sport. Jamoke Davis, I'm fired up! I am fired up on this Monday. Got a lot to talk about. We got the Olympics and Katie Ledecky, DMV's own Katie Ledecky. USA losing another tune-up basketball game ahead of the real games. Do we need 3 3 basketball in the Olympics? NBA draft this Thursday. Beal is in the trade talks. Scherzer is in MLB trade talks, but still in that. Beal is still a wizard. And what is going to happen with college sports? I am all for players getting money through this uh, name, image, likeness ruling from the Supreme Court. But the mergers of leagues, as we hear about Texas and Oklahoma not renewing their Big 12 media rights and wanting to join the S-E-C. College sports as we know it is going to be done. It's done. It's just taking a little bit of time. And everything in the end is all about money. All about money. But first we're gonna start the show talking about the Olympics. I am watching, as I talked in the last episode, you know, it was... With all that's going on with COVID, and even in Japan, when you think about the cases rising, and I read a Sally Jenkins article talking about how there were uh, people saying that the Olympic Village is going to be a super spreader. She obviously is not a big fan of the IOC in general. And who is the IOC to tell actual countries whether they can hold games or not? IOC has a lot of power And in this case, they have power over Japan. And it's all about money. Everything, everything is all about money. So I've been watching. I watched Katie Ledecky live as she was getting ready to defend her gold medal in the 400-meter freestyle, one of my favorite strokes. I was a swimmer, not at her level by any stretch of the imagination, but I did compete as a when I was younger. And she was going up against an Australian phenom, Ariane Titmuss. Now Titmuss had been trying to beat Katie Ledecky, if I remember correctly, the past two Olympics and couldn't do it in previous 400 meter free. But she did it last night. And it was a thrilling finish. But the crazy story was Titmuss' head coach gyrating and flying all over the place from uh, some sort of upper deck landing throughout the whole race. It was just, it was wild. It was an amazing, but also somewhat sad finish, you know, because as you watch Michael Phelps, who was on the... Brought NBC Sports broadcasts and you remember when he was dominant and you knew that that last Olympics when it was like, okay, this might be it. This is it. Now, Katie still meddled. She got the silver. But the graciousness with which Titmus, in the water, in the moment, there was a respect for Katie Ledecky. And I'm not saying one way or the other way it was good or bad, but... There was a respect for Katie Ledecky, where she just kind of smiled. She was happy she won. Her and Katie kind of hugged and looked at each other, and that was it. Okay, I lost. Move on to the next race. I'm happy for Titmus, as Katie Ledecky said in her post-game press conference. But for, for me, I don't know for you, but I was like, oh my gosh, I kind of want to watch it live, but how do I watch it live? And it actually isn't that confusing. If you think about it now, granted, you don't want to stay up and you don't have to stay up all night, but it's no different from a West Coast football or baseball or basketball game. The games start, you know, seven o'clock at night is when you can start to see live action in Japan. Maybe maybe more like eight or nine o'clock at night is when it's the morning time there and the first matches are taking place. So I watch a little bit live until about midnight when I when I'm like, okay, I'm done. Caleb Dressel earned his first gold medal of the games in the four by hundred, four by one hundred relay. US softball beat Japan. I watch a little bit of skateboarding, which part of it I don't quite understand. One thing I don't understand is the ROC, Russian Olympic Committee, because they they are their punishment for doping is that they can't use the word Russia so they come up with these ridiculous names I mean like if you're going to be banned you should just be banned from competing not be able to just change your name because even as an athlete if I'm Shikari Richardson I will be like okay my name is Yolanda Adams and I'm now going to compete in the track and field event I actually think Yolanda Adams is a is a I don't know that's the first name I came. I wasn't thinking about the fact that I believe Yolanda Adams is a gospel singer. It's first name I threw up, honestly. So I, I don't quite get this ROC thing, and they were something else in 1990... uh um excuse me, I said nineteen ninety-six, uh two thousand uh sixteen. But it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun to watch. And that takes me to USA basketball. I'm enjoying the games as much as I know I imagine you want USA to win as well. Of course, we all do. But you don't want all blowout games. You want drama. And yes, USA have lost in these tune-up games, but but you are getting drama. Every game is coming down to the last. It's not like they're losing by 10 or 15 points. They're losing by a basket or two, a turnover or two, a few missed threes. If they make one of them, they win the game. Let's settle down, folks. Let's just settle down a little bit. We don't need to get all bent out of shape, okay? We just don't. They are trying their best to get it together. Not to mention the fact France has multiple NBA players on the team. France won the game 83-76. to They finished on a 16-2 to run to win the game, which means what? USA was winning, and now they suffer their first Olympic loss. The other games in Vegas were tune-ups. But I'm okay with that. I'm okay with also remembering that USA does not have the top United States basketball players on the team. Please, can we not forget that? Okay, yeah, we have some really good players on the team. We do. I got into a little, not a Twitter or text battle about whether Draymond Green is best of the best. He's a decent role player for USA Basketball. But there are a lot of players on USA Basketball that we know they would not be on USA Basketball if it wasn't for the fact that there were multiple players who basically said, yeah, I am not... I just simply don't wanna play this year. France, have Rudy Gobert, Evan Fournier, Nicholas Batum, Nando DiColo, Timothy Luawu-Cabarro, Frank, I always mess his name up. Tilakina, he was a DNP, but he's still on the team. USA, I'ma say one name, and I wanna know if this name rings a bell for you. Keldon Johnson. Did that name ring a bell to you? Probably not. Did you know he was on USA Basketball? If this was the real USA Basketball team, you wouldn't hear the name Keldon Johnson. You just wouldn't. Even my guy, JaVale McGee. If you know me, you know I'm a big JaVale McGee fan. Come on, he wouldn't be on this team. Jeremy Grant wouldn't be on this team. I would say, I don't know if Draymond Green or Devin Booker would be on this team. Excuse me, Drew Holiday. Devin Booker would be on the team. Zach Levine, maybe. But bottom line is there are players on USA Basketball that if the best of the best players were on the team, we probably wouldn't even be having this conversation. We wouldn't be saying, which is out of control, oh my gosh, what's going on with USA Basketball? The list of players that are not on the team, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Steph Curry, James Harden, Zion Williamson. There are way too many players on this team. Bradley Beal. That would make this team immensely better that we would not be having a conversation about USA losing which is another thing that I go into, I will not accept that it's because, oh, these players haven't played well together. They are just learning and gelling together. I'll partially give that to you. But if you tell me that Rudy Gobert, Evan Fournier, Nicholas Batum, that they have just been playing with France for months and years all along, no, they haven't, because they've been in the NBA too. Luka Doncic, oh, Luka Doncic is cooking for the Olympics, yeah. Because Luka Doncic is the only good player on that team. What else do you think he's going to do? Don't tell me you think, oh, he's cooking, so he's better than the NBA players from USA? Oh, well, we need Luka Doncic. No, that's not what it is. Stop it. Just stop it. You're getting ahead of yourself. I can do that too sometimes. But if I asked you to name any other player, any other player on Slovenia, you couldn't name one other player. You didn't even know Luka Doncic plays for Slovenia. So don't think, oh, the grass is greener. Let me look over there. Oh, we just needed Luka. Luka. Oh, the international game is, is they're, they're catching up. No, they're not catching up. Argentina, is actually a pretty good team from time to time. They still have Luis Scola giving them minutes, 27 minutes. Look at these rosters for the Olympics. Now, granted, you may flip it and say, well, that's exactly why they they need to be better. I just think it's just getting a little bit out of control with the what is wrong with USA. Australia, Patty Mills, Matisse Theibel, Matthew Della Vadova, Aaron Baines, Dante Exum. I don't even know if he's still in the league. Joe Ingles. I just gave you more than a starting five for Australia that all play in the NBA. And I say that two ways. Yeah, there are a lot of NBA players that are international. Now they're playing for their countries. Somebody sent on a text, wait, wait Giannis isn't on USA because he would play for Greece. Yeah, he played for Greece. Just want to remind you that he would play for Greece. I just, I, you know, I just don't want it to get out of control. It's unnecessary. USA doesn't have the best team on the court. The game I want to see is, I'm hoping to see the Czech Republic against USA. Thomas Sadoransky. And Jan Vesely, two former Washington Wizards going up against NBA teams. Oh, excuse me, USA Basketball. That's what I want to see. We're just getting out of control. We're getting out of control. Yeah, okay, so when I used to watch USA Basketball, because we would have Summer League with the Wizards, and then John Wall and Bradley Beal, they both would be selected for USA Basketball camp. And sometimes that was leading into a championship Other times, it was just to kind of get a tune-up. They would play for a couple of weeks and then, you know, go back on vacation or, you know, get ready for, really, vacation, because that was July, so it's not like you're ready for training camp. So, yeah, the consistency wasn't necessarily there. They can't just roll out the ball and just think they're going to win. I mean, look at the Nets this year. I feel like if you go back to when there was LeBron James and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh for the Heat, didn't they lose, like, they lost, like, their first eight games? I'm going off of memory here. But I remember it was like, oh, my gosh, it's a disaster, the Heat. They can't do it. No super teams. Yeah, then they went on to four straight NBA finals and won two of them. Like, yeah, that happened. They just need time. Now, I wish the game was on television. I don't know why NBC Sports... It's not like anybody who was watching the game at night last night wouldn't watch it again maybe at seven o'clock tonight. I imagine that you would still get the same ratings. You still get, you know, the same companies would still want their commercials to run. Oh, we're putting it on streaming platform. Cut it out. Well, at least am I wrong? I, I just, I can't imagine OTT is ever gonna take over actual television, except for the fact that the networks want to control their own television stations now, instead of having to do some kind of barter with the cable networks. And we're going to end up at a point where you want to watch NBC. Then you just strictly go right to NBC. Same for CBS and Fox and HBO and Showtime. So they're all gonna go to a model that's been around forever, which is HBO. You want that channel? You get that network. That's it. That's where we're going. TV is not going away. The way you get TV is going to go away, as I diverted there. But I still wish that USA versus France was on live. Not fake live, as NBC Sports tries to say it's live, at 7 o'clock at night, 12 to 14 hours after it really, the game really played. And don't give me that, oh, well, in the language, the lawyers have it lined up that if it doesn't, that it's purposefully run this way so we can call it live. No, it wasn't live. Show it live, live. That's what I want. I also wonder, unfortunately, if the, the USA basketball players if they really care about winning a gold medal. I don't think a gold medal matters to them as much. And I know, hey, hey, how could you say that? Because you aren't playing in the Olympics. That's how I can say that. When you think of the non-popular sport, so to speak, Lee Kiefer winning gold medal in fencing Paige McPherson getting a medal in Taekwondo. Vincent Hancock, Amber English in in Olympic skeet. Breakdance is, is breakdancing gonna be in the next Olympics. I don't understand that. How many of us wishes that we could be Olympic athletes competing in the Olympics? I just wonder if it really matters for USA Basketball. I don't think it does. I think for them, it's just like, okay, whatever. I've got my 100 million, 50 million, 200 million. I'll play for NBA title, but playing for your country just doesn't matter to them as much. I just don't think it does. And and, and yes, that, that is kind, that is, that's sad. It is sad. It's sad when you think about how many of the non-millionaire athletes who are playing in popular sports wishes that they could compete in the Olympics. And they have no shot, whether because the athletic ability wasn't there, the dedication wasn't there, they got injured, they failed a drug test. They were immune compromised, so just got scared about going. There are multiple reasons why. And I wish that the basketball team really would respect the game a little more, respect playing for their country a little more. Because I think even us, we've gotten jaded. I don't even think the conversation was had when LeBron James was like, yeah, I'm not playing. Anthony Davis, uh, I'm not playing. Now, granted, some of them might be injuries too, but just no. Medal rankings as it stands. People's Republic of China have the most medals at 18. United States behind them at 14. Japan's behind them at 13. And ROC, as we talked about Russia, is behind them at 12. Japan has the most gold medals. In sports, as I mentioned, I'm trying to figure out how we ended up with three-on-three basketball. Isn't there another sport that... We could have had another real sport. Maybe not. I guess we couldn't have football. Kung fu. How come we got Taekwondo and karate, karate, but we can, and judo, but we can't get kung fu. I just feel like there has to be another sport that we can get instead of basketball. And at the soon as I say that, I was like, yeah. But at the same time, why do we need karate, judo? And Taekwondo, why can't we add Kung Fu and make it one combined event? And whatever discipline you are proficient in in martial arts, you can compete. But I digress. I'm trying to figure out why we need three-on-three basketball and how USA on in men's basketball did not make it into the three-on-three competition that they didn't qualify. Stephanie Dolson, shout out to Stephanie Dolson, who's playing in the three-on-three tournament for USA with Alicia Gray, Jacqueline Young, and Kelsey Plum. Is that a sport we should be dominating? If we're talking about we need to be dominating basketball, period, and yet somehow USA doesn't have a team. You mean someone from the big three couldn't qualify? As I was watching yesterday, um... Someone mentioned that the Netherlands knocked out USA in, in the in the qualifying rounds, but I I thought there'd be an enough people from the league athletes from the league that would say, okay, I'll play in a three on three but maybe not and I guess you can't do it from I don't know I guess you could do it from college. That's a possibility. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But the players that they had on the team, Robbie Hummel, Dominique Jones, Joey King, and Kareem Maddox, I i, I don't know. Could we get four just out-of-the-league NBA players? Nick Young? Could Nick Young have played? They needed something, and they just didn't get it. I feel like it's an all-basketball show, because I'm about to lead right back to basketball. As the NBA draft is this Thursday, I am curious if we will have a blockbuster trade involving my Washington Wizards before Thursday. I am on the fence about Bradley Beal not being on the Washington Wizards anymore. There's a part of me that he was, is, the last player that I am somewhat close to that I know beyond the game that I was there when he was drafted and that it won't be the same, a team without John Wall, Bradley Beal on it, the same way it wasn't the same when Karam was traded and Jamison was traded and Arenas was traded, JaVale, Nick Young, Andre Blatch. It's sad and it happens. Chris Humphreys, Marcin Gortat, Nene. Man, I could go down a list of players that I've, grown close with and enjoy spending time with outside of basketball that are no longer on the Wizards. And if Bradley Beal's no longer in the Wizards, that's kind of it. Everybody that I really knew would be gone. And maybe that's like closing another chapter for me. But Bradley Beal, there's a rumor that he may go to the Warriors for their seventh and 14th pick. Along with that, they're talking about Russell Westbrook. Now that Scott Brooks is no longer the coach, maybe he's gonna go play somewhere else with the Lakers or or another team. But I've heard the Lakers as a rumor too. I think it is good to blow up the Wizards that this may be the best deal you can get to get two lottery picks for Bradley Beal. Maybe you throw in a player. Won't be Clay Thompson. Maybe James Wiggins. I mean, I think there's some good options for the Wizards there. Maybe Andrew Wiggins. That's who we get. The 7th and 14th pick in Andrew Wiggins. But on the flip side, similar to what Houston with John Wall and James Harden and Victor Oladipo and DeMarcus Cousins were supposed to be the new Rockets that Silas was going to inherit And now Wes Unsell Jr., oh, it's great for him to come home. It's exciting that Wes Unsell Jr. is, you know, is coaching the team that his dad played for. And Wes Unsell Jr. was an assistant coach. You know, it's it's a homecoming, blah, blah, blah. And then you get a rebuild. Boy, I hope they let that rebuild not have an effect on whether they think Unsell Jr. is a good coach or not. I mean, I guess what you could say is, well, they better get a good point guard like a Chris Paul. Maybe they could trade for Damian Lillard. <laughs> nah, point guard is the only one that seems to be able to turn around teams. But it really puts them in a bad position, a very, very bad position. But we'll see by Thursday. Kate Cunningham's going number one, right? Of course he is, yes. Wonder if you checked out uh, DraftKings.com to see the odds on picks. Wonder if you've also looked at the Olympics, basketball, tennis. There's a lot you can go with there. There's a lot. And I know I've talked a lot too. Didn't even get to Major League Baseball. I am at least happy that Max Scherzer is still on the Nationals. And I don't know, you know, are we jinxing it? I hope not. There are a lot of rumors going on around about who's available But if I'm the Nats, don't you want to stand, don't you want to kind of like keep things as they are? I always find it interesting when teams give up early. Now, what's early? Because, I mean, you could get hot. Who can get hot? Boston has a one-game lead on Tampa. The Yankees in Toronto are nine games out. Now, from that perspective, I say, okay, well, maybe they, could they be sellers? Do they feel like they're out of it? Chicago White Sox. They got a nine-game lead on Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland, the Guardians? Ugh, I don't like that name. Oakland's five and a half back. Seattle's seven back from Houston. I feel like that kind of means they have a shot the nationals are eight games back so it's in that window as they are eight games under 500 at 45 and 53 they could be sellers they've lost four in a row of course part of that was to the greatness that is the orioles i am i'm an orioles fan and a nats fan can i be both I can be both. There's nothing wrong with being both. I think anything outside of five or six games, I think that should be it. I think if you're eight, nine games, I could see saying, okay, let's... uh." Let's pack it in. I mean, the Nats really wouldn't even be in a conversation except for, what was it? What was their win streak? Like 12? They won 12 out of like 14 last month. And all of a sudden, they got back in the race. I guess you could say they could do it again, but you know, I always talk about that run differential. They're minus 26. That means they're not a very good offensive team. They just got lucky with some games. The crazy thing is the teams in the AL East and the NL West have the most dominant teams. Four of the five teams in the AL East, uh, not counting Orioles, all have a plus run differential. Boston, plus 68. Tampa, plus 92. Yankees, plus five. Eh, Okay, it's borderline. Toronto, plus 86. 86. They should be winning way more games than they are. They're 49 and 46. Houston's plus 144. Ooh, that's good. That, folks, is only two runs behind the Dodgers in Major League Baseball. Then I said the NL West, San Francisco plus 120. Dodgers plus 146. San Diego plus 93. The teams that have a plus are the teams that I expect to be in the World Series or else it's going to be a real Cinderella run. That's what what it is. But there are rumors galore about what's going to happen. And if I'm the Nats, I hope, I hope that the Nats say, you know what, we're going to ride this out. When Max Scherzer was pulled as a healthy scratch, it was like, oh, I don't know. There are rumors that he may go to the Mets. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh He was scratched from his last scheduled start because of triceps discomfort. It was not because he was possibly gonna be traded. But you cannot trade him to another NL East team. You can't. Come on, please don't do that. Please do not do that. I hope he stays with the Nets. But lastly, as we talk about Major League Baseball, and we started talking about the Olympics. The Olympics are gonna start soon too for USA, Team USA in baseball. That's right. Team USA is gonna be playing baseball. But they're gonna have ex-MLB players playing for them. But it'll be exciting to see some baseball. Am I going to act like I know who's on any of the teams? No, not really. Japan will not have Shohei Otani and Hugh Darvish. But of course you expected that, right? But it'll be fun to see USA. Todd Frazier will be on the team. Scott Kazmir will be on the team. 14 big leaguers will be on the team. Eddie Alvarez may be the best story on the team. He medaled as a speed skater at the 2014 Olympics and is now making his baseball debut. So it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to rooting on Team USA in every sport. And I think baseball, it's, it is an Olympic sport. It's a good summer sport. Come on, it should always been in the Olympics. Now, something near and dear to my heart is where a lot of things near and dear to my heart. I wear my emotions on my sleeve at times. But I remember when Miami and Virginia Tech wanted to leave the Big East, and that was the end of the Big East. We fast forward to over the past few days, you've been hearing about Oklahoma and Texas are moving to the SEC, which, by the way, is Southeastern Conference. Last I checked, Texas and Oklahoma are not in the Southeast. I do have a problem with geography. There are several ACC teams, Atlantic Coast Conference, including my University of Pittsburgh. There are not anywhere near the Atlantic Coast that are playing in that conference. This is the end of conferences. This very well may be the end of the NCAA, as we know it. To me, we are in many ways losing the amateur status. It's no longer college sports to me. This is just another professional league, just a professional league with younger players. That's what I think where we should go. You look at the, let's take English Premier League as an example. Oh, we could just take any of the European soccer leagues. How they pluck these kids away at seven or eight, and all they do is play soccer for Real Madrid or Juventus or Chelsea, Manchester United, and they work their way up to play professionally. That's where we're headed. The bigger teams, or as they like to think of themselves, the The teams with more to lose by staying in the Big 12, Oklahoma and Texas, like we're too big for the Big 12 now. We got to go to another conference that we feel like um, has the clout to be able to have teams like Oklahoma and Texas in it. When when Virginia Tech and Miami just like, oh, the Big East. No, we got to go to the ACC. And then, of course, Pitt went to the ACC too. It's just not the same. And I think with the NIL, the name image likeness of players being able to make money off of their names and image and likeness, (laughs) that's okay. I'm good with that. I'm happy for the players to be able to make money because after all, You know, you see all of these coaches making millions of dollars as state employees in some cases, the highest paid state employee. And the player's getting nothing, nothing. So I'm happy about that. But I don't know. I mean, the fact that if Oklahoma and Texas leave, they'll pay the 75 or 80 million dollar Penalty? Yeah, we're good with that. The Big 12 may be done in its current form. I think you're going to have lesser programs making their own conference. That's what you're going to have. Because all the big conferences are going to leave. Because that conference can't kick a school out, right? The ACC can't decide... Well, the programs that can't win or don't normally win, we just don't want you in our conference anymore so we can make room for bigger teams, right? Which actually, as sad as it is, would include Pitt. It kind of would. NC State. Hey, yeah, um... We'd like for you to not be in the ACC anymore so we can bring in bigger names. I mean, that's crazy, right? Boston College, eh, you don't really win much. Syracuse, what do you win? Wake Forest, I don't know. Georgia Tech, I'll throw yes, I'll say Pitt. Although Pitt's a sleeper this year in football. I don't like the thought of that. By any stretch of the imagination, don't do it. But I think you're gonna see a lot more shuffling just like you're seeing a lot more shuffling of players in the transfer portal. You're gonna see a lot more shuffling of teams. That needs to be a, a, a parallel transfer portal. Teams and players can just transfer conferences and players can transfer teams just constantly. You might as well just have just one big league with regions and tiers, similar to English Premier League. You have the EPL. Then you have another league below that with teams that aren't, colleges that aren't quite winning, but the champion gets to move up. Maybe that's what you do. Who knows? Maybe they're thinking about that too. I like that idea. I do like that idea. Lastly, we're gonna talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Is there any thought that the whole thing was a hoax by Aaron Rodgers? Because he wanted all the attention this summer. He wanted to be able to, be, to kind of have a media frenzy, not because of the Packers, Not because of Jordan Love, but he wanted that Jeopardy! spot. So he needed that Q rating to be really high. He needed everybody to be talking about Aaron Rodgers this summer. Just so in the end, if there was a chance he got the Jeopardy! gig, he could play football and do Jeopardy. They could record all the episodes in like the summer and then they're done. Then he can go back and play football. Then he has a job after football. That was it. And now he's going to go back. Now he's going to go back and play. I am curious to see what's going to happen here. Now that the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are working on an agreement that at least could have him play for Green Bay for one more season. That's what I think going to happen. All right, that'll do it for Just for Sport. A lot. I packed in a lot. As I probably could do most episodes, though, I'll try to keep it to 20 minutes. But who wants to listen to me? Thank you for listening. That'll do it for now. Enjoy the week of sports. Love having the Olympics in the summer. I'll be back on Thursday. Ciao for now.